To celebrate the launch of the Insomnia Fix, I'm giving away prizes for rating and reviewing the podcast. The first prize is an organic sheet set and pillow from Hapsi Mattress. You pick the size sheets you want. Total value is $198. The second prize is an inner balance Bluetooth from HeartMath. This device worth $159 uses your heart rate to help you reduce stress. For third prize, I have a five-minute journal that helps you feel gratitude and focus on who you want to be every day. All of these things can help you sleep better at night. To enter the giveaway, click on the link in the show notes and rate or review the Insomnia Fix podcast. You'll get bonus entries for subscribing to the podcast, liking the Complete Sleep Solution Facebook page, and following me on Instagram. I can't wait to see who wins these awesome prizes. Have you tried everything from natural to pharmaceutical just to get a good night's rest? Join me, Martha Lewis, as I unpack what's really keeping you up at night and how to change it. You're listening to The Insomnia Fix. Hi, everyone. This is episode two of The Insomnia Fix. And I am so excited to talk to you today about five reasons you can't sleep that no one else is talking about. So why can't I sleep is one of the top search phrases in Google. So many people struggle to sleep well. And I know from personal experience how frustrating it is to not know why. To lie there at night in the dark wondering what you did wrong during the day that is is affecting your sleep and keeping you awake. So I'm a functional health coach specializing in sleep. And so I have learned that insomnia for most people is caused by something physically going on in your body. Now, yes, there's always a mental component, whether it's stress or it's anxiety or negative thoughts about sleep. But especially if you have tried all the things, if you've tried different supplements, if you tried sleep meds, if you tried cognitive behavioral therapy, even if you tried meditation, if you tried all the gadgets and none of those things are working, there's definitely something deeper going on then in your body that you don't even know is happening. And so what I have found is that there are five main reasons why you can't sleep in your body. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. And I want to give you hope because once you find these things out, you're going to realize that there's a reason why you aren't sleeping and that you can fix it. So that's really what I want to take with you, what I want you to take from this podcast. So the first reason why you might not be able to sleep are hormones and especially hormone imbalance, sex hormone imbalance. So low estrogen and progesterone can cause sleep issues, as well as high testosterone in both men and women. These kinds of hormone imbalance scenarios can cause insomnia. So definitely finding out your hormone levels is one of the first steps I recommend to figuring out your sleep. Now, I'll tell you as a functional medicine practitioner, I don't just treat the test results. So let's say you do have low estrogen or progesterone, I'm not necessarily going to suggest supplementing with those hormones. Or if I do, it's going to be in the short term because my goal is to find out why those hormones are low so that we can get things in balance and you don't have to take medication or supplements forever. Because there's a reason why hormones are too low or too high. 
There are other hormones that can affect your sleep, especially cortisol. So many of my clients' sleep issues happen because their bodies are releasing cortisol at night when it shouldn't be. So cortisol suppresses melatonin and wakes you up, makes it hard to quickly fall back asleep. And this increased cortisol at night can also explain those racing thoughts that you can't control, even if you don't feel stressed out about something in particular. So figuring out why your body is releasing cortisol is key. And that's what I'm going to get into with these next four causes of insomnia. So you can get your hormone levels tested by your doctor. I find this blood work isn't always super accurate because it's looking at this pinpoint of time of when the blood was taken. Um, So I like to use a dried urine test, which is called the Dutch test. And this shows the average of your hormones over a 24-hour period. So we're getting a more accurate reading and um, menstruating women take this at a certain point in their cycle. So we know how to interpret it. And the benefits of this test Two are that you take four to five samples in a 24-hour period. So we're seeing your cortisol pattern throughout the day. And many of my clients have really high cortisol in the middle of the night when it's supposed to be at its lowest. And so this test enables me to see what's really going on with cortisol. How high is it? How low is it? um, How has stress affected them over time? Things like that. So hormones are really important. Now, the second reason why you aren't sleeping could be from food sensitivities. So I'm not talking about food allergies where, you know, when kids go into anaphylaxic shock from eating peanuts, for example, I'm talking about food your body is reacting to, but it can be hard to tell because there's often a delayed response, but your body is producing antibodies against certain foods and causing inflammation. So many people are sensitive to five major foods, gluten, dairy, eggs, soy, and corn. But you can also be sensitive to foods we think of as healthy, like broccoli or salmon, for example. And really, I also use food sensitivity tests to see how healthy or unhealthy someone's gut is, because the more foods you're sensitive to, the more unhealthy your gut is. Now, my goal isn't to say, okay, you're sensitive to these foods. Let's avoid them forever. My goal is to eliminate those foods temporarily, lower that inflammation, lower that stress in your body while we work on healing your gut so that you're able to tolerate most foods in the future. Eating foods you're sensitive to affects your sleep because it causes low-grade inflammation day and night. Cortisol is an anti-inflammatory hormone. And so then your body releases it to deal with that inflammation. But when that happens at night, it's going to wake you up and make it really hard to go back to sleep. There are two ways to find out what foods you're sensitive to. One way is to do an elimination diet. And you can eliminate those five major sensitive foods that I talked about for 30 days and then reintroduce them one at a time to see what happens. Now, the problem with this method is that it can be hard to stick to, and it only identifies five foods, and you could be reacting to far more than that. And also gluten, for example, those antibodies can stay in your body three to six months after you've eaten gluten. So you might not feel any better by just eliminating it for a month or two. So the other option is to do a food sensitivity test. The one I do tests for 190 different foods. So this obviously gives a lot more information about 
many different foods and about how healthy your gut is in general. So that's why I have all of my clients do a food sensitivity test so we can quickly find out what they're reacting to, what's causing inflammation, and then we know what foods to eliminate temporarily while they heal. Now, the third thing going on in your body that can be affecting your sleep is mineral imbalance. All of our minerals need to be in balance with each other, actually similar to our hormones. So if we compare it to a symphony where all the musical instruments should be playing in the same key and the same tempo, and if something is out of key or playing too fast or too slow, it's going to mess up how that music sounds, right? So it's the same with our minerals. We want them to all be in balance. So too much calcium, for example, can totally deplete magnesium. So this is where supplementing with individual minerals without knowing if you need them can can actually make things worse. Now, both low calcium and low magnesium can contribute to insomnia. So if you've struggled to sleep, then you've probably tried magnesium. And yes, magnesium is critical for sleep, but you also need the right balance of other vitamins and minerals to absorb that magnesium. You also need a healthy gut to absorb it. So if you don't have any boron or vitamin A, for example, then you're not going to be able to absorb the magnesium supplements that you're taking. And so this explains why magnesium might not have helped you sleep, even though you are deficient and you do need it. Now, when we talk about calcium, calcium supplements can actually be dangerous if your body puts calcium in your soft tissues instead of your bones. You need something called vitamin K2 to put calcium in the bones and the teeth where it's supposed to go. Calcium can also build up and create what's called a calcium shell that causes joint and muscle pain, slow metabolism, osteoporosis, chronic fatigue syndrome, hypothyroid symptoms, and sleep issues. And this calcium shell happens when people are really stressed for a long time. It's kind of the body's protective way of protecting itself. Now, heavy metals and toxic metals like copper can also contribute to insomnia. And so that's why I use a hair tissue mineral analysis test to find out your mineral balance, to find out if you have these heavy metals that your body's getting rid of and start addressing those. And this test also gives insight into how different systems in the body are working. So your thyroid, your adrenals, your blood sugar, your nervous system, for example, and more. And so I take all this information from this test and work on getting your minerals back in balance to help you sleep normally. Now, the fourth thing happening in your body that could be affecting your sleep is an unhealthy gut. In fact, all of my clients have something going on in their gut. Now, for some people, it's only 25% of the problem and other people, it's 90% of the problem. Um, But everyone who has any kind of health issues has something going on in their gut. So if your gut wall is damaged, which is what is called leaky gut, so that means that it has gaps between the cells, then it leaks things through the gut wall into your bloodstream that aren't supposed to be there. Things like undigested food particles, toxins, pathogens, those get into your bloodstream and they cause a lot of inflammation all the time. So your gut wall gets damaged from stress, from toxins, from antibiotics, pesticides, eating foods you're sensitive to, and gut infections, which I'll talk about in a minute. Another way the gut affects sleep 
is called dysbiosis. This means an imbalance of good to bad bacteria in your gut. Good bacteria are in charge of making B vitamins and vitamin K, as well as neurotransmitters like serotonin, dopamine, melatonin, and GABA. In fact, up to 90% of melatonin is made in your gut. And so if you have too many bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria, then those good bacteria can't do their job of producing those neurotransmitters that help us feel good, relax, and sleep. And that's why many people who have sleep problems also have anxiety, depression, and other mental disorders because of those lack of neurotransmitters. Having a parasite or another infection in your gut is also going to sabotage your sleep. So by um, parasite, that can be Giardia is a really common one. Blastocystis hominis is one that I had that's really hard to get rid of. Uh, bad bacteria like H. pylori, I see in many of my sleep clients, about 90%. And candida or yeast like candida is also pretty common as well. And all of these creatures are most active at night. So at three and four in the morning is when they are eating and excreting and releasing a lot of toxins and causing a lot of inflammation. So this is one of the most common reasons why my clients wake up at 3 or 4 a.m. is because they have some sort of gut infection, some sort of pathogen in their gut. And these infections also lead to leaky gut and that gut dysbiosis that I just talked about. And really, it's impossible to heal the gut and for those good bacteria to thrive if you don't address that infection. Now, reason number five why you might not be able to sleep is because of your liver. When your liver is backed up and can't process all the toxins in your body, those toxins continue circulating and causing lots of inflammation. Now, the liver is most active between 1 and 3 a.m. And so if you have a parasite, which I just talked about, it's releasing many toxins at that time. And so not only is a parasite causing inflammation and waking you up, it's also releasing more toxins than your liver can handle, which also wakes you up. So it's pretty much a double whammy to have that kind of pathogen. And if you have some sort of gut infection like that, it's, it's most likely been compromising your liver health for a really long time. We know our liver as our body's filter and protector. It's also important for your immune system and energy production. It's a source of bile, which breaks down fats. It stores glucose as glycogen so that you have energy in the future. And it makes food available by metabolizing carbohydrates, protein, and fat. So if you aren't digesting food well and you're feeling tired often, there's a good chance that your liver needs help too. Okay, so these are the main five reasons why you might not be sleeping. Hormone imbalance, food sensitivities, mineral imbalance, an unhealthy gut, and a congested or overburdened liver. So those are the five main things I see. Now, of course, there can be other things going on, but this is why I use functional lab testing to find out what's going on in your body, which of these things are contributing to your insomnia so that we know what to work on and correct. So I hope that this gives you some hope and explains some reasons why you might not be able to sleep. And so you know that we can find out what is going on and fix it so that you can sleep normally. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep. 
Thanks for listening to The Insomnia Fix with Martha Lewis. Be sure to follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know more about why you can't sleep, go to my website, thecompletesleepsolution.com and download the What's Causing Your Insomnia checklist. You're also welcome to join my community on Facebook, Sleep and Insomnia Help for Adults. Until next time, I'm wishing you a good night's sleep.